Welcome back to Keeping in the Buck, episode 10. This is the last episode of Keeping in the Buck. And I brought on a friend from high school, um, Ricardo. Introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? My name is Ricardo Santana. Yeah, we went we went to high school. Me and Ricardo went to high school together. We had a few classes together. He knows <laughs> I, I like to go on ramble sometimes. So I guess he <laughs> wanted me to come on. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, um, known Ricardo since like I think tenth, eleventh grade. Known each other for a while. Since high school. 11th, yeah, yeah, always a cool dude. Always a really cool dude. And we would talk about a lot of things regarding politics and just and just everything. Mm-hmm. So we always had that connection. So I brought Ricardo on here for uh, my podcast because I was thinking about bringing somebody on, you know, to end the podcast. Um, and the topic today that we're talking about is the current state of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is kind of shitty right now. Twenty twenty has been shitty. Like, can we all just agree with that? Like, it's been yeah, shitty, man. man. So, yeah, it's been very shitty. So, I think everyone can agree with that uh, statement right there. So, the first thing, since we're talking about the current state of the world, because there's so much stuff mm-hmm. going, on, but uh, I think what set twenty twenty off was COVID nineteen. Of course, it was a culture shock. It was a change in. And life in our existence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how have you been dealing, like, with just quarantine and the virus in general? Like, when did you first hear about COVID nineteen? Because I remember where I was. I like, like, I remember everything about first hearing about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, where were you? Like, how did you feel about it? Well, of course, we. I heard it at work. I was working at the time, and me and some of my coworkers started hearing about it, started talking about it, and. It was more of a man that this is affecting other places so heavily, and wow, this is this could be something big. And in 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 my view, I'm like, man, knowing how the world is, it is gonna be something big. This is something that we've not we haven't gone through for hundreds and hundreds of years, and people aren't really yeah. ready for something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're and, and like I feel like the new generation, like us and. Mm-hmm. Well, not well. I mean, we are the new generation, but like even the kids, like growing up now, like none of us, like we're not really used to anything like this. You know, no, what I'm we were so, never prepared for this. Yeah, never. You know, I've never been in the house for too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is as long as I've ever been in the house, man. And it's almost like a prison, you know. A little bit, uh, but how I how I see it is that I guess our generation never really expected something because we've seen our past and we've seen like all the damage that wars have done and all the damage that sickness have done and how far mm-hmm. like medicine has gone and we I don't think that was on anyone's mind that oh man there's a sickness that's gonna mess us up because you can go into a hospital say you feel bad they'll figure out what's wrong with you in 24 hours you know right right and they'll have something there unless you know it's something extremely severe but even then, most of the time, you're going to come out feeling better, mm. you know? So I don't I like think that. anyone expected anyone expected a sickness. And I understood the severity of it when mm-hmm. something in modern day could affect so many people. And it right. can be contained because nowadays, people are clean. People shower. People yeah. clean themselves. People go to the hospital. Mm. Medicine is so advanced that if you people at first were like oh no it's it's nothing crazy but i'm for me i was like this is gonna be something because even medical officials are like damn <laughs> you know they're <laughs> yeah. like shocked yeah yeah it's pretty crazy shit yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I had a different, um, like, I remember, like, when I first heard about it, like, I was at school in class. I was in editing class. And mm-hmm. I was in denial. Like, I was, like, like at first, when they said coronavirus, I'm like, y'all talking about the drink? Because <laughs> I didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you know, and I'm like, there's a virus on the drink. Okay, I don't gotta worry about that. I don't drink beer anyways. What the fuck, right? <laughs> and then, and then it's like, oh, oh, like this is like, this is like some real, real <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, what the hell? And I, <laughs> I didn't know the severity of it. I was in denial. You know, like things like this, I just want to brush it off because I just feel like it's not gonna affect me in any way. Yeah, of and, course. You know, like sometimes that's not a good thought to have. But, um, but we all have it. We all have that. Like, oh, there's a disaster yeah. somewhere else. But like, you know, I, I'll help. But I know it's not hitting me. You know, like everyone has that mm-hmm. like little yeah. dark mentality. Oh, yeah. You don't want to admit it sometimes, but you know, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it happens. And I was in denial about it. Like I was like, man, it, it, it's in China. You know, it's it's in this other country. It's not gonna come to the U.S. And <laughs> yeah, then yeah. when it came to the U.S., I was like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> But then I still was in denial. I, f- I feel like when I kind of accepted the severity of it is when it hit the MDC medical campus. Mm-hmm. There was a student there who was affected by the virus. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is coming home. Like, because I go to Miami Dave. So I'm like, yeah, this of is course. coming home. And I'm like, okay, well, it's serious. And then they were talking about closing down schools and all these mm-hmm. restaurants. And I'm like, that's crazy. And now we're in lockdown. No. <laughs> yeah. And then I knew the severity of it too when they closed down church. I'm like, churches never closed down. Like yeah, that. yeah. And that that I think is a that point right there. It's it's hard for I would say, and I'm gonna say this like in general for humans that are religious in general. But mm-hmm. in the United States, it seems to be like we don't really talk about. It. We're like, oh, and nah, you know, religion doesn't affect things. Religion affects things in the United States. Once you see like that, religion is pulling back because of something. I feel like that's also a real big red flag. Mm. Mm. Let's be honest, man. People go to church and people, that's all they believe in. I don't, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not, I'm respecting people. Mm-hmm. But once that group of people acknowledge something as well, and it, 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 I feel like they're more difficult to, you know, convince with certain things. And that is, once, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. They see that, they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true to a um, certain extent. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. Because a lot of, um, you know, they're like, like they're, they're in denial about it too. Uh-huh. You know, so that's definitely true to that, you know. But yeah. um, yeah, like when I got to the idea of like, okay, this is some crazy shit. Like, uh-huh. I never, like, I was, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of depressed, you know, I was like, damn, I'm not gonna be able to go back to school, see my friends, you know, I, and I was working on a movie at the time, Yeah. and, um, you know, we had to kind of shut down um, production, and I was like, damn, like, what the hell, you know, I was supposed to be doing lighting, like, like one of my jobs on set was supposed to be lighting, and, yeah. you know, I wanted more experience of being, you know, gaffer, and just being in uh, production, you know, setting up lights and things like that. But I didn't really get to have that experience because of COVID. So, you know, I, like, I, I, like, I got very down, you know, and I had to just find and that's a, like another yeah. creative space. That's yeah. extremely understandable. It's just, that's, it's going to happen, you know? Like, once we acknowledge something is bad, humans are going to feel bad, you know? It's, yeah. it's a normal reaction. And it, it's hard to 
think about other people when you're thinking about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Very but, true. and I think that's what most people are struggling with is the fact that it's not really only you, you know, and the whole like with the whole mask thing and the whole people going out and being people quarantining. People, some people are like, oh, you know, if I get sick, I get sick, but that's not the thing, you know, like yeah. if, if you get sick, someone else gets sick, and then not someone else, someone else gets sick. A domino and, effect. Yeah, of course. And mm-hmm. just because, like, young people like us, bro, I've, I've met a lot of young people, you know, I had my job, I, I work with 25, 28 year olds, you know, there's still younger people that can hold it, and sometimes they, they talk about it as if it's nothing, but I know if I get sick, my dad gets sick, and my dad is at risk. Yeah, wow. And that'll affect me. Yeah. Maybe not, like, physically, you know what I'm saying? But emotionally, I've seen a few people get hurt and, you know, damaged emotionally. And that's something you can't really fix. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, man. The COVID is nothing It's nothing to play with because, you know, um, to your point, like, it's not even about, like, the sickness, too. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, like, it's about what's going on in your mind because people break down, you know, from just missing family members and being by themselves. Like I've seen it too. So it's like, it's a crazy thing. Like it's, it's on so many different like scales, you know what I'm saying? Like this whole yeah, virus, like is is crazy. And, and, and I think all of us want to leave the house, but are we really ready? Because even during quarantine in the beginning, the stages of quarantine, mm-hmm. people were having parties and I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. You know? And people don't want to be enclosed, like you're saying. People don't want to be shut down, and 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 in the United States, it's the whole like, oh, I want uh, it's liberty, it's my liberty, it's this, this, and that. Right, right. But it's like the government doesn't intervene as much as other countries. But when the government starts intervening, you have to really understand that it's doing it for the best interest of the nation, and it's doing it the best interest for you because it's doing it because it's. You're in this nation, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, I feel you. Mm-hmm. But feel people you. are always gonna throw out, "Oh, it's my liberty." Da da. But I feel like more people have calmed down with that because yeah. more people are getting offended. More people are seeing it firsthand. I I used to hear, "Oh, I don't know anybody with COVID," and now I don't really hear that as much anymore. Especially down here in Florida, where we are in Miami, and you know, like a lot of people are getting infected around here. And I feel like more people are understanding that and seeing that, and like, man. This, this this person I know got it, and you know they're really bad. But what I do, but um, what I do have to say about the government because mm-hmm. I know you spoke on regulation. Um, oh, I didn't like what they tried to do. I remember, I think it was like I think it was either April or May. Yeah, they were trying to open back up all the black oh, no. businesses first. Yeah, and, I, I've heard about that. I don't. Yeah, and I'm like, we're not gonna be any test dummies, you know? Of course and, not. Yeah, no. I'm like, why are you guys wanting us to open us for, like up first? Like, first of all, there should be no business like up and running because there's still a like there's still a virus. You know what I'm saying? But um, they were literally trying to put the black people on the front line to open up their shops, barber shops, mm-hmm. uh, you know, salons. And I'm like, why are they doing this? You know? And it's, yeah, it was a whole thing. Like, you know, black people and like black people within COVID nineteen. Like, you know, that was mm-hmm. a whole another like. Um, news because they were trying to kill us. Of course, and, you know. Yeah. And I feel it is a lot of black communities, but it, 
it's affecting a lot of low income people. You know, they they they. Well, yeah. I feel like you, we obviously the black see the black community thing. That's it's a very obvious thing. The African American community being pushed to open things and so on and so forth. But I you also I also see like it's low income communities as well because. Right. And let's let's think about this. Like, if if you're a business owner and these loans or whatever or the government help isn't isn't enough, when someone tells you you can start making money again, they're really not gonna hesitate. Mm. Mm. They're not. That's, that's, that's very just how it is. That's true. I like and that it, perspective because I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah, it's terrible to think about, but that's what they see too. Like, man, these people with money are just kind of just chilling you know they're trying to ride out the storm they're waiting so if you tell them to open they might not open right, so right. of course they're going to use the people that the minorities that are i wouldn't say more desperate but more in need of the money and more people are going to say yes mm. i like that perspective because i never really thought about that i never mm-hmm. yeah i never really thought about that that's true that's very true that's very true like it's almost like a, uh, well, it's definitely a persuasion. It's definitely yeah. a persuasion. Yeah, it's a persuasion thing. Wow, I like that perspective. I'm glad you brought that up. Nope. And um, leaning more towards um, the black community. Mm-hmm. So we had COVID in the beginning of 2020. Like I would say, like we heard about it January, February, but you know it didn't kick in. I guess until March when we started yeah. to shut down. Um, it could have kicked in earlier, but all of us experienced it together within March. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, I, like I would say probably a month after, <sighs> we had to seek justice again. Yeah. Um, you know, the death of George, uh, George Floyd, the mm-hmm. death of Breonna Taylor, the cops still aren't arrested. Um, and then, you know, you have the case with Elijah, Mc, um, Elijah McClain. Now, that case was actually a year ago. But you know it's been swept under the rug like so many other cases. Yeah, of course. And um, now it's being brought back to light because of the other cases that are happening now. And um, you know, as a black person in America, I'm just tired. Like I'm tired of being tired. You know. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, history really repeats itself. And oh yeah. We've been fighting for justice for so freaking long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I had my history. Like this week I'm wrapping it up. Um I'm wrapping up summer uh semester. Like my summer semester is basically over this week. Yeah. And I had a history class. I took a history class uh mm-hmm. you know, this semester. Probably one of the best classes because you know history is always a good class. Yeah, it's always especially fun. when you have someone who knows how to teach it. It's always good to learn. It's always good to it's, comprehend the past. Exactly. You know, so you won't repeat it again. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, we've learned about past um, past protests, you know, even in mm-hmm. Miami with, you know, the killing of Arthur McDuffie. Um, like we heard, we learned about so much in the past. And it's like, damn, this reminds me of something. Yeah, the the protests that we're having today. Mm-hmm. So... I just want to know your thoughts about the whole movement, about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, about the whole process thing, um, even about the looting that was happening, you know, that so many people yeah. was in awe of, but only if they knew history, they wouldn't be so in awe of it. Yeah, yeah. It's So I want to know. It's very, 
it's very interesting to think about it as a like when it comes to history, when it comes to thinking of the past and how it comes up because like like you were saying, history repeats itself, and people don't really seem to understand that at the moment, but it's a it's a it's a cycle it's a human cycle it'll it'll eventually come up just because it didn't happen in a generation prior to us as big or just because it hasn't happened in our generation yet doesn't mean it's not gonna happen right. and now it's it's happening mm-hmm. and i I feel it's because people had time to sit down and think and then we had all these all all these bad moments and all all these deaths and we're searching for justice and as a minority as a hispanic I understand that too. We we you know we've been suffering a lot with the whole wow immigration. Wait, I have to stop you, man. I'm glad you called yourself an Hispanic minority. You know that's very rare to hear, yeah. because because we're in Miami. We're in Miami. We don't think about that as we don't think Hispanics don't think of them as you know minorities. But when you look at it, what like 18 percent of Americans are Hispanic, with another 13 percent being African American. And then white people being as almost seventy eight percent or something like that, right? It's, right. We we are a small number. Right. We you you leave you leave Florida and you're not gonna receive that much Hispanics. You you really not. It's just right. how it is. And well, I want to stop you again um, before mm-hmm. you continue. Like I just want to let you know. Like I mean, I see why we're friends. Number one. Mm-hmm. Cause it's the fact that like I like it's the fact that you said Hispanic minority, mm-hmm. because you know I've been in contact with many Hispanics and you know going to school with them. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like doesn't feel you know, like it. Like they, yeah, like they don't want to <laughs> claim they're Hispanics. A lot of times they want to you know say oh I'm white or you know I'm this and I'm that, and they oftentimes don't ally the ally, um ally themselves with their own community. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's... And. And this is this come. I'm I'm Hispanic, but I, I was raised in Miami Gardens. Right. Like same, most, same, same. Like, everybody, everybody in my neighborhood. I was the only Chico. Like I'm just saying it like that. I'm gonna say it straight like that. Right. You know, man. Like I, I, I've met every culture, and I I don't see anything bad in the culture of a person. But right. it's hard to to separate it when mm-hmm. there's so much evidence against us. Even though we're such a small part of America, we we did a lot for America, but our percentage, our percentage wise, like the amount of people we are is is so little compared to the to white people, right? You know, and people don't see that. You know, they, people don't see the impact we have with the small numbers. Yeah, yeah, and well, that's that's honestly what I I think. You know. We've been going through a lot too with the whole immigration things, people being held in camps. Like, come on, bro. This yeah. Is, it's, it's freaking 2020, and you're telling me there are kids in basically internment camps? Sad. It's yeah, sad. It's, it's ridiculous. With Man, there was a recent, I think it was it was a it was a cadet. I think her name was Vanessa. Yes. That was yeah. You've we've heard about it in the news and all this. Mm-hmm. That she she was killed. Yeah, man. He was murdered, bro, and people aren't... <laughs> now people are doing something, but if it was a white officer, they probably would have <laughs> arrested the person, sent them to of jail course. for their whole life, or of course. even killed them. Of course. So anybody in, in, anybody who isn't white... Of course, they, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I'm not going to put myself that I'm white because I'm a lighter skin. 
Because no, that's not that's not how it is, bro. Right. It's like it's who you are, it's who your parents are, it's what you mm-hmm. grew up as. It it's not because oh you're this, this and that. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of Hispanics that are black. There's a lot of Hispanics that are white. Yeah. There are black people that are light skinned. There are black people that are dark skinned. It it doesn't matter. It's it's who you are. <laughs> And you said something about writing, and I, I want to talk about that too, because yeah, I understand. I understand why the first writer started writing. Why, mm-hmm. why you have like there's so much anger inside you from nothing being done, from nothing being successful, from just sitting back and oh, let me protest, let me do this, let me do that, but nothing's happening. Humans are gonna let it out. Humans are gonna let it out, mm-hmm. and these are people that are truly like emotionally damaged, and they're they're. They don't know what else to do. Like, do I just sit here and yell or do I go destroy something and make people look? And that's what I, I feel like the rights are, were a good thing. Because, right. At least in the beginning. You know, I understand there's people taking advantage, but those people aren't protesting. Those people are, you know, they're just gaining for themselves. But the mm-hmm. original protesters, they lit a fire and people saw. Mm. That's that's what you want when you're rioting. That's what you want when you're rioting and actually protesting to people to look, not just be like, oh, they're they're yelling some words. No, if if I'm yelling at you, right, I'm yelling at you, and you're not you're ignoring me. All right, whatever. I get closer, I yell louder, you're ignoring me. But if I go up and punch you, <laughs> you have no other excuse but to look at me and acknowledge. Right, right, right. I agree with that because, um, you know, like. Even like you know within the writing, because I didn't have a problem with it either. Mm-hmm. Um, not be you know not because I'm black because trust me, <laughs> trust yeah, me, I know. trust and believe there were a lot of black folks on Instagram and other places. Oh my God, why are we rioting? We shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this, you know. So I'm not just liking it because I'm black and you know with the movement, but what? I'm liking it because I understand it. Yeah, you know because we've been enraged for so mm-hmm. long and going back to. Like, going back to my point of, like, talking about my history class that I took this semester, when we were shown documentaries of protest, um, like, of protesting in general, mm-hmm. there were riots. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, I didn't understand. What I didn't understand was why so many people were saying, why are we rioting? This is history. This is something that's been going on for so many mm-hmm. years. And this is the reaction that we have to it. Because oftentimes, like you said, yeah, we got to go up and punch somebody for them to understand, like, and to that's pay right. attention to us. Like, we can't keep talking. Like, sometimes that's that doesn't work. Sometimes the language doesn't work, but the action does. It gets people going. It gets people to notice. It, yeah, it opens your eyes, and people say, "Oh, it's too much. It's too this. It's too that." But like, bro, I know it's it's history, but you guys had the Civil War. <laughs> You guys actually had a war in the United whole States war. of America to keep slaves. And, and you're telling us. Ricardo, you're, Ricardo <laughs> you're speaking facts. You're speaking facts. It's like. You're speaking facts, man. That's speaking ridiculous. Facts. You're speaking way facts. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't. Bro, <laughs> they should have had a meme about that. Because now they're having memes about like everything. Yeah. They, like they should have a meme about that. Like you guys have problems with us writing. 
but you guys had a whole civil war to keep slaves? Okay. For real, man. <laughs> it's just people are sensitive nowadays. And I, I, I see that. I understand that. That's fine. You know, culture changes. People change. But it, that's why I feel like some people don't get the message. Yeah. They don't want the, the aggression. They don't want. They don't want that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. I know you, you listen to J Cole sometimes. All right, he made a song called "Snow in the Blood." Oh, I know that song. Yeah. And he says, I think he said, like, I would say it's more effective to treat people like children. You know, mm. under understanding, you know, mm-hmm. how much time it takes, how much love, and you know, the patience you need to to let people understand, to let people learn. Right. Right. And that's what I feel our society is right now. And it, for for people like me, I'm like, I rather punch first and ask questions later. But I understand <laughs> the fact yeah. that people need to hear it. People need to understand it. People need to take it in. Yeah. You know, I I want to compromise to that. I don't want to. I don't want to just rush out there. Yeah. <laughs> but the rioting, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad you do. And um, you know, that part is hard for me though, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that because, man, like, to me, as African-American, I'm just like, yo, why do I have to teach people about racism and slavery? And why do I have to tell them that this is wrong? And why do I have to teach them about what the fuck is going on? Because it's like, if you didn't know about this, where were you? Like, were you under under your fucking bed? Were you in the garbage can? It's unfortunate, man. It's it's pretty crazy, but... Sometimes I look at it and I have to stand back and I have to think. I'm like, is it their fault or is it the people that are telling them information's fault? You know, is it is yeah. is it? Am I the person that's gonna inform them and help them, or am help I them. the person that's just gonna yell at them and be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like sometimes like I don't want to blame people because sometimes they just don't know, and it's it's hard to imagine that as you know, as Hispanics as as African-American or so on and so forth, because we've mm-hmm. been hearing it all their life. We've been hearing about it, da, da, da. But there are cultures that don't. There are cultures that their parents wouldn't even dare talk about that type of shit in their house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're afraid of it. Ooh, I'm glad I've never been over a white prison's house. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you have... Nah, I can't even go to Aventura and feel, like, comfortable, bro. I can't... <laughs> wow, yeah. That's I real. To, That's real. I, I go to the freaking mall, I'm like... These, these people have nail polish on their dogs. <laughs> what? What's going on, bro? Like what? Like Yo, that I remember dog? this time my friend told me my friend told me um that she went to her friend's house and she and her friend was white. Mm-hmm. And my friend's black. Um yeah. and you know, she's like their dog licks off the same spoon that they eat off of. <laughs> and I was like, Yo, what the fuck? I'm running out the house. Their dogs more than I take care of myself. Sometimes I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) don't hand me none of your spoons. I don't Mm -hmm. want that shit. I'm running out this house. (laughs) Well, I need to see you wash that before you give it over here. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nah, but you know, like the whole injustice thing, man. It made me very depressed, man. Like mixed in with COVID and just everything that's happening, put that on top of it. It's like we have to go through this again and. It's like the fight never really stops, you know what I'm saying? Because of course, not, like as yeah. black people and just as minorities in general, we mm-hmm. fight for equality every day. You know what I'm saying? Even when a person isn't dying, yeah, equality every day. Like 
you know, literally, um, there was a post on Instagram the other day, and not even from Instagram, like, I already knew about this, and it was, in, it, like, it's kind of widespread, because a mm. lot of women go through this, a lot of black women go through this, yeah. but, um, you know, yeah. black women, a lot of times, they're scared to, you know, um, go, like, go to the hospital and have a, pre- like, you know, deliver their baby, because yeah. of the fact that they might have a white doctor who doesn't give a fuck about them in general. You know what That's I'm saying? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the times a lot of black women nowadays are are trying to have childbirths at home because mm-hmm. they feel more safer than a hospital. Yeah. Um, and and talking about that. And that's just crazy, point, man. Like like you would go up to a white woman and say that and say like, oh I, I don't feel safe going to a hospital. And they'd be like, what are you talking about? Why wouldn't you feel safe going to a hospital? You know? Like the the people, yeah, people because they have, have privilege. That. Yeah, people have that reaction. Yeah, They're like I don't understand. And and I want I like to make people understand. You know, like mm. I, I don't I don't want to yell at that lady. To be like, yeah. like you know, I want to be like, look, this is what's going on. And we gotta I, choose our moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've talked to people before. Like my girlfriend is her name is Liz. I, I she went to our high school. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. I was talking to her, and I told her, I told her about the amateur thing, and she wasn't, she, she never thought about that, you know, she never thought about that because she, she used to go to that mall, she used to live in a nicer place, this, this, and that, and it's not really just, you know, other races. It's just people that don't know how it feels to be a little segregated, you know, don't know what it feels to have that racism, to not feel <laughs> safe somewhere. Right. People, some people just never have gone through that you know i and i taught her and i told her about it and she's like i understand you know i wanted her to understand mm-hmm. and that shit's crazy to me you know i know That's people are out there that don't understand what we people have gone through even though we're, we're you know maybe you haven't been robbed or da da or this and that but when you're in a community like mammy gardens and when you're around people that are minority you hear it you know yeah, yeah. Like I know people that have been raided for no reason. Wow. You know, and, and it's scary to have to hear like I was in handcuffs and they just went through my shit. Crazy. And I couldn't do anything about it. You know, that scares you too. You're like, man, I gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's very traumatizing, man. It's mm-hmm. very traumatizing. And um and that goes back to your point, you know, a lot of times we have to pick our moments to you know, like whether or not we want to give a lecture on this, because some people just really don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been like a headlining thing right now. Like, like a lot of black women have been coming out and saying, you know, they don't feel safe um, having childbirth, and you know, at hospital. Like regular yeah, women sad. should because they don't feel safe because you know, a white doctor may be in the care of them, and you know, they're not respecting them or they're not taking care of them how they should be. You know, their needs. You know. And I feel that, like, I feel that, you know, because I can understand where that comes from. Yeah, because... man. Everyone goes through it. Like, for us, for people that feel like us, you know, for have our mindset, it might not be, obviously, we can't have kids, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it could be other, other things, you know, like yeah. being uncomfortable or being worried or being scared, you know, it's, it's the same feeling in a different environment. Right. Right, true. And if we did have kids, like, where would they come out of? <laughs> I don't even want. I don't even want to know, dog. 
I'm not even talk about that, bro. The only baby I got is this food baby, my dog. That's it. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> nah, but man, I like I've you know I feel for that because it's just it's just you know very sad. Like even on that level, like mm-hmm. you know to have a child and then go to the hospital, like that's normal. But now that's changing because of just what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of women have opened up about their experiences. You know, being in care of a, like being in the care of a white doctor. You know. They like they didn't feel safe. They didn't get the same respect that they you know got you know when there's a black doctor or you know when they had uh, childbirth at home. So yeah. I definitely understand that. Definitely, definitely understand because that's history itself. Like yeah. you know, back in the days of slavery times, black people we didn't go to no hospital. We had like, <laughs> fucking um, you know cuts and you know we were bleeding to death. Like they left us for dead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. You know, that's history in itself. Everything, like, is history, basically. Um, but, you know, I'm just, like, I'm just trying to, you know, stay sane, man, because, you know, even even justice that we aren't seeking, like, even justice that we are still seeking, I mean, mm. um, you know, it's sad to hear that the case was years ago. Yeah, like, of This course. was swept yeah. under the rug. Like, why? Hmm. You know? But... I, I see the pain and I see where you know you can feel bad, you can feel depressed, but on on the other side, there's awareness now. You know, people are seeing it, people are talking about it, people are noticing it, and mm. there's more action towards it. Mm. And mm-hmm. I feel like this just makes people understand more, makes people see things more. It, it might not, you know, be resolved right away. But there's gonna be a lot more people that are gonna think, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. and that I think that's good. You know, I think that that's great that more people are understanding that, man, this is messed up. It's not the best, you know, positive thing. You know, it's but it's it's a brighter side of a bad subject that people yeah. are understanding and people are acknowledging it. Yeah, people are waking up. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Because, um, um, there's this quote I, I forgot who um who said it, but. You know, they're like racism, like racism is being um, recorded, mm-hmm. you know, like racism is being recorded. Like, you know, back then, you know, if if you had the experience, like the experience of just, you know, being followed, in, like in the store, you know, it wasn't recorded. But now it's like like nowadays, the conversation see it. now, yeah. right? Yeah, you see it. You see the Karens, mm-hmm. you know, you see what the police officers do to us. Yeah. Back then, you told someone that a lady yelled at you for 30 minutes, they'd be like, nah, you tripping. Why, why would a lady yell at you for 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it happened, but people are like, oh, man, it probably was like 10 minutes and then she left. Nah, it wasn't for 10 Yeah, I had a lady follow me. I had a lady follow me in the store one time. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I never went back to that store again. Hmm. Yeah. Of course, man. You don't feel safe. You know what? <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, that was kind of wrong for me because it's like, this is America. Yeah, rights. you can go wherever you want. Yeah, yeah of course. You know? But it's just like, but there's it's no, just how people make you feel. There's nothing ever wrong in protecting yourself. I'm going to say that straight up. There's nothing ever I don't feel comfortable going there, so I'm not going to go there. Because that's you, you know? That, that, you're protecting your self-interest, and that's very understandable. Because, it, like I said, with the whole COVID thing, your life doesn't just affect yourself. You know, your life affects your family. And if something happens to you, your your parents are going to get messed up. Your friends are going to get messed up. 
you know, it, it's a whole circle and you want to protect everybody and you want to protect yourself and don't, don't be ashamed of not going back. Right, 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 right. I feel that. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, but you know, um, the fight continues, you know, never stops. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. you know, like I was like, I was happy that I was able to go to a protest, you know, this is my first time ever. Going yeah. to a protest like this, you know what I'm saying? Um, the biggest protest that I've seen in Miami, you know, for many years. And um, I just like how, like, when I was at the protest, I really, really love how there was a lot of unity. Yeah, of course. And in my mind, I'm just like, wow, like, this is the reason why we do this. And this is what, what we've been wanting. This is what we've been wanting for years. We wanted equality. We wanted unity. You know what I'm saying? We never wanted to hate, you know, the other race, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we always wanted to come together and just break down injustice, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of factors come into play and like we're saying, you know, we're still fighting, you know, we're still trying yeah, to sure. and come to um like come to a, a resolution place. or something. Yeah, yeah. A resolution. why history repeats itself because for for the longest a lot of like when it comes to mental health maybe it would have been worse if there wasn't any protest you know because then you weren't you wouldn't have you wouldn't have been around those people that you were united with you wouldn't have been around those people that you felt comfortable with and now that Mm -hmm. you went you know you know there's people like you there's a lot of people like you there's a lot of people that that feel the same way and and you're seeing it it's a visual representation it's, it's it's so much better to have something that's actually happening than something you hear about, mm. and, and that helps your mind state <laughs> tr- ten trillion times than anything else. Oh man, you're talking right now. You're talking right now. Yeah, because I'm not gonna lie. Like you know, coming back from the protest, I felt better. Yeah, man. I wasn't. Yeah, like I wasn't in rage. I wasn't sad anymore. You know, I I felt like there was some hope. And that's yeah. that's what okay. that's what I feel like people lose hope sometimes you know that that's yeah. what happened that's why history repeats itself so much because you get into this routine and then you see the things and you're like oh you know it happens and, and you know your hope is kind of like dying out well, once we start speaking out once we start saying things you can see hope is always there you know but you just gotta see it mm-hmm. that's true that's true i like that perspective and also you know history um, um repeats itself because a lot of times History isn't being taught right mm-hmm. either. You know, like uh, I watched a video, um, John Oliver video, mm-hmm. and he was speaking about, you know, how history was taught wrong in schools a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he said that was another factor of why history repeats itself because history isn't being taught the right way it should be. Like, why did we learn that uh, Christopher Columbus discovered America? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we unlearned that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that should have never been taught. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, man. You know, it takes a lot on your mind too. Like it takes a lot because it's like when you start to grow up and when you start to see things and we start to realize <laughs> the realness and the truth about everything. It's like wow, like you know, I see why we have the civil rights movement. I see why we have just mm-hmm. everything in this country to just 
unravel those lies and build the truth, you know? Yeah. Because there's been so many lies taught to us, you know? And a lot of times that's because history isn't being taught right. You know, for a long time it wasn't, you know? But a lot, but now, like, history is being thrown at us. I mean, everything we're seeing, everything we're learning, you know? It can be overwhelming. Yeah. It really can. It really can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Going back to mental health, it can be very overwhelming because it's That's like, why when we're, yeah. Of course, man. That's why when we're kids, we kind of were like, oh, what are, what are these adults talking about? But, you know, when you yeah. grow up and you, you acknowledge it, and it's just not just not just learning about it. Like, you can learn about anything. But if you mm-hmm. don't, like, acknowledge it and put it into practice or... Yes, like, apply it. Application. <laughs> like, then what really is it? You might know it, but <laughs> you don't really understand it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Because... We've been learning so many things, you know, like going like going back to the lies, like we've been learning so many things that we let mm. a lot of shit pass and slide. And we've been taking like for granted and we've been taking the scraps, you know, but it's like now I feel like we become stronger as a um as a generation, you know. Like as far as our generation, I feel like, you know, we're speaking out about more things and we're understanding a lot more things. Um but just going back to mental health, mm. um I feel like that, like mental health in general, isn't being talked about enough. Though I like, mm. I, like I lowkey feel like it's not being talked about enough, or it's not being taken serious enough. Like, how do you feel about that? I feel like at the start of this, you know, in the two thousands and the start of the millennia, is when people started really thinking about mental health. And it's because there, there was this limelight of you know celebrities going through shit, right. You know, there was people that actually came out and were like, "Man, I'm I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm I'm drug abuse. This, this, and that." And mm-hmm. it gave that people people the vision of, "Man, it's not only me." Because there's a lot of times that humans do things and like, "This must be a me thing." You know, like ah, it's not gonna happen again. It happens to me once. Maybe other people haven't even thought about this. You know? Yeah. And that's a, it's a human thing to think about, because back in the past, it was like you know, tough it out. <laughs> you know, yeah. Doctors, figure that out. Don't don't really think about that. You know, it it happens to some people. Yeah. yeah. But it's not anymore that it happens to some people. It happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that, and it's it does suck that it's not talked about a lot. Yeah. But it's getting more. I guess you can say popular. Like I don't really like to use that term for you know mental health. Like oh, it's more popular, but. It being more shown is is being more understood that this is a problem for people. Mm-hmm. People and, are more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for right now, I agree. With, I like. I really do agree with you with the whole like people don't talk about it enough. This isn't a big enough issue for people. Yeah, but I don't think it's yeah, and I don't think it's respected enough either because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, like when you say you know you have bipolar disorder or when you say you're depressed, like people don't treat you the same. Or people, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't. Um, I'm not saying because I've the only experiences I had with mental health was depression, like, and yeah. that mostly came from being in quarantine. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who dealt with mental um, health issues are still going through it, and a lot of times they aren't respected. Like, you know, they're being talked behind their back. Like, oh, this person is crazy. Don't hang around this person. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow, that's such a stereotype. That's such a stigma. It's. And it's like this person could be the same. Nice yeah. Everybody. I feel like everybody goes through a dark time in their mind.
um, there was this girl like earlier, you know, when we were in quarantine, like around March, April, who killed herself because she was scared that she was going to die from the virus. Oh, you know, and, that's um, crazy. Yeah, and she was battling with mental health issues, and she, you know, she was uh, depressed. You know, mm-hmm. so I just feel like if if you're going through times like this, it's always good to talk to a person. It's always good to yeah, get out. You yeah. know, get out and, and let people know. Yeah, it's, let people know. It's not something that should be ever ashamed. Yeah, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be ashamed to admit it. Just like just like people aren't ashamed to when they're sick. Or when you hurt, when you hurt yourself, right? Like, oh, I fell and I scraped my knee. I'm gonna go tell someone I scraped my knee. Yeah, I'm bleeding. I need <laughs> help. That's true. That's true. If if you feel down, if you feel bad, go talk to someone, man. And I hate when people say, "Oh, talking doesn't work." Of course, talking is gonna work because now the people that care about you know what what's going on. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. and now they want to help you. You know, what can we do? Yeah. Or what? Can, like, what can you do for yourself? <laughs> you know, you talk to yourself, maybe. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of times that actually works. <laughs> yeah, like reflect to yourself. I I feel crazy sometimes, but I, I got it from one of my coworkers. Like, he would just like talk to himself, and then like, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm like, this, this is crazy. A few like a few weeks in the working, I'm like, damn, I'm talking to myself. I'm telling myself all this stuff. I'm, I, I'm good. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> it helps a lot of the times, you know. And another question I want to ask you regarding mental health, like, um, how, like, how do you feel about mental health as a man? You know, because a lot of times, like, you know, as men, we can't show our feelings or we can't, yeah. you know, express how we feel in general. So, about mental health as a man, like, just that whatever. Just, that just sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really. It's just this this thing that's been created over thousands of years that men are men and men have to be this and men have to be that. Just like women, just like all the thousands of years, women have to be this, women have to be that. No, mm-hmm. bro, we're not women and men. We're humans. Mm. Brains, brains are brains, bro. Brains are gonna think about things. People are gonna think about things. It, it's all gonna be the same thing, you know. It's all, everyone's gonna have similar problems, even if you're a man or a woman. Right. Everyone has their different problems. I'm not saying that, you know, that's not true. Mm-hmm. But we have to comprehend that even though I'm a guy, I can still be depressed like you, like you, like a woman. It, right. It's, I'm not immune to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And hiding it just it makes it worse. You up. Yeah, it's going to mess your own mind state up. You know, I, I'm not saying sometimes people don't, don't regard me as, you know, oh, you're not an emotional person or whatever. Like, I don't seem it like that, you know. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very kept to myself, but the people I talk to, no, you know. The pe- like, the people that I trust to sit down and talk to, they know what's going on with me, and, and I'm, I'm okay with that. And I'm, I'm okay with, like, people knowing that I'm going through stuff sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to go out and yell about it. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not everybody's but business. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of people knowing. Right, and that's something to really respect because you know, I used to like you know just even growing up in the black community, like you know, in, mm-hmm. like in the black community, um, you know, toxic masculinity existed, you know, and if I cried, I had to suck it up. I had to go, you know, back to where I was doing. I couldn't express mm-hmm. how I felt. I couldn't feel any sadness or any weakness, you know what I'm saying? And I spoke about uh, toxic masculinity on one of my episodes. Yeah. And, you know, I experienced it firsthand. Like, it was in my family, you know, and 
it, it was just something that was just apparent, like, around, you know, me. And I'm like, yo, like, this has to change. Like, of course, nobody man. should, like, no man should be told, oh, you're a sissy because you feel this way. Like, what is that? We have yeah, to change it's, it. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, we can still be so masculine and cry. Yeah. There's so many things that, like, there's, Rape doesn't only happen to women, and this is something that I've heard right. over hundred. Uh, you know, I did something I've heard a lot of times as a point, but a lot of cases when it comes to rape, when it, when on the man's side, men don't report it because mm. they're, like they're scared. You know, right? A woman right. raped me. <laughs> right, right. But and they're looked down upon. Yeah, man. But like, it it happens. It it can't be just shoved under the rug, bro. Like this is something that happened to you. It's something that, everybody, man. It's something that people. There are consequences for the people that did this to you, and they they need to be affected. If not, they're gonna keep doing it to other people. Mm-hmm. Just because you're a man, you know, that doesn't change any facts. You should go and be like, boom, hey, this happened. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. That, yeah, that's very true. You know, because a lot of times it's in the light of women. You know, mm. we don't really get to hear about the men, but that exists. That that pretty much exists. That that really does exist. You know, and, and like I wish it was more like a shed on it, but society is going to want to uh, report what they want to report. Yeah, of course. And it is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, and just wrapping up, um, you know, the topic of mental health. You know, yeah. And tying it in with justice too, because. Black mental health matters as well, you know. Um, we, you know, like the black community, like we've been just going through a lot, you know, within our mind state, you know, due to COVID, number one, but also mm-hmm. due to the killings of unarmed black men, innocent black women, black men. Yeah, so man. those things, it tears like it, it has a tear on us, like it has a um, toll on us because we're scared to go out, like we're scared to be confronted yeah. by police officers. We, we're we're scared to be stopped, you know. Because we don't know what's gonna happen. I remember this video, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it. There was this black boy all by himself, mm-hmm. and he and hit there's a police. Yeah, yeah, I've seen police that. car came. Yeah, came. Yeah, came through the neighborhood, and he hid. Yeah, he hid behind the car. Yeah, man, and, um, that hurts. It really hurts. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. To, yeah, it hurts to see. You know, and it's like, wow, like. The little kids are just terrified because they know what's going on. It's in their brain, bro. It's in it's engraved in their brain. Mm -hmm. And I hate when people are like, "Oh, but you know, white people get killed by white police too." Like, I understand that, man. But like, you're not afraid to leave your house. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) right. Like, you weren't taught that this these aren't good people. They aren't protecting you. That's not something that was basically put into your head. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, my family told me this and this and that, but it's something you see with the community. It's something you see with people around you. It's it's in statistics. Like, there's numbers to this shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, and people are like, oh, more white people die. Well, more white people die because that's the majority of the population. Mm. But percentage-wise, for like every like 100,000, I looked this up. I, I was looking this up earlier. For like every hundred thousand black person, black like African American people, there's ninety six to one twenty, approximately that die. For every hundred thousand, wow. So every white person, it's between thirty one and forty eight. 
wow, man. That's you crazy. know, like, it's insane. And, and, and it's not just, like I said, not even just African-Americans. Hispanics is, like, 55 to, to 67. And, like, our population is so much smaller. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. so much less white people. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so much less Hispanics, so much less minorities than white people. And yet, the numbers are higher. <laughs> and they don't why, see that. Yeah, that's why we, we're scared. Not because in overall numbers. You know, we top you guys because we we can't because we don't have enough numbers. Right. But statistically, I'm more likely to go outside and die than a white person. Mm. And that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's definitely the truth. That's definitely the truth, man. There's no lot of that, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, you know, I, like, I just really hope something change, you know. Like, you know, um, you know, both of us are just very, um, you know, strong men, you know. Um, and I think we can be a part of that change. I think we already are. Sure. Um, you know, and we're going to continue to do what we can do to just get justice, you know, break down uh, um, um, the judicial system. Yeah. Because that's the system that's, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And let me, let me just clarify, like, I'm an engineering major. I'm not even in politics. I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna clarify that, you know, and and I know you, well, you're you're in digital arts and, and things like that. I know you want to be a filmmaker and all this, and the art field is more exposed to this. But we're not directly politicians. We're not directly like right studying mm-hmm. that. But we have an interest in our people. We have. I feel like I have an interest in. In my heritage, I have an interest in, in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just being conscious. You know, it, you don't have to be a politician for life. To you be don't like, have- oh, I want to talk about this. No, you can just be a normal person. <laughs> you, you just have to care. I like that. I like that point because, you know, that's the reason why I have this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a politician, but I do have interest within politics and I, and I do have interest within history and learning more about my history and just history uh-huh. in general and you know have a podcast to talk about certain topics that affects us every day you yeah. know but that's true what you said you don't have to be a politician because believe it or not we actually deal with politics on a daily basis yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like our house is within politics come on <laughs> so we have to talk about these things or it's not going to be it's not going to be taken care of yeah you know? Yeah. So, and speaking of politics, since we're moving to politics, um, voting, man. It's it's hard not to say that our president right now has messed up a lot. And it's it's hard not to say that, but I have a I have a point of view that a lot of people don't even really think about. It's just like if Trump would have shut up, like I'm being completely honest, and I don't mind if people disagree. You know my opinions, but if the president of the United States would have stopped talking about all the dumb shit he was doing, and like publicizing and fighting back with people, I don't think his presidency would have been as hated as much. Hmm. I I really don't because 
we hate him because he's showing so much of the dumb stuff he does. Hmm. No president does that. No president has done that. You know, we he goes out and says things before it happens, and then the result's negative. You know, it's a bad result, and he's like, "Oh no, it's good." Right. Don't don't fight that, bro. Well, I mean, at least for me, I don't think I would disagree with that because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, um, that's him. So what yeah, you're man. saying, if he wasn't our president, if somebody else was who was smarter and better, mm-hmm. <laughs> we would be okay. <laughs> so that's what you're saying. I can I, I mean I can't disagree with that. That's truth. Because Donald Trump is that. He is a yeah, he's outspoken human being. He's that type of person. Yeah. And it's just the truth. I feel like any president that would have gone out not not necessarily any president, I'm not gonna say that completely, but there there are certain people in this world that if they were this president and they would speak out and say all this all this BS so much a lot of people are just going to lose interest and a lot of people are going to dislike them. And you can see that right now in the polls. Biden is <laughs> sweeping a lot of, in a lot of places. In a lot of places that that Trump was sweeping before. You know? mm-hmm. and, and it's very apparent. And I'm, I'm you know, I'll, 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 I'm going to vote for Biden. And I'm going to say that, you know, I, I, I'm confident that I am. We got to vote blue. You already know what it yeah. is, man. <laughs> but do I feel like he's a hundred percent fit sometimes? No, man. Like this... here's my thing. Um, we we need a step in the right direction, and that's a step. <laughs> thank you for saying that, because I was yeah. just man. I just was gonna start off by saying that. Um, we have to step in the right direction because yeah. how can we go another four years with Trump? Tell me that. Yeah, <laughs> like you see that happening? No, man, because. He, he's already losing control of his own government. <laughs> you know, and people that supported him, he's already losing control of the people that support him. Yeah. It, it's it's happening. It's it's visual. It's just that the man he's too strong willed to understand that and he's too mm-hmm. strong willed to the heed. <laughs> you know, he's too it, it it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy yeah. that this man was our president and it's crazy that he doesn't admit he's wrong. He, he, you're the president of the United States. He's just rich. Like he yeah, has man, no, like... like he has no sense of politics and no sense yeah. of history. And for me, that just kind of like makes me think, like, yo, why is he our president in the first place? Like, how mm-hmm. did he become president? You know, because it's like, when, like when I see, and you know, I don't want to talk about parties and things like that, like Republican yeah. parties and Democratic parties, because you know, there's problems within everywhere, and I don't want to. Of course, yeah. You know. Um, hit the wrong spot for people, you know, because your party is your party. Mm-hmm. But we got to go vote blue anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. We, we got to make that happen. But, um, you know, I'm just saying, like, when I see these Republicans, like, um, what's his name? DeSantis. How did he become our governor? Because this man has no sense. And it's like, these it's people insane. just yeah, have money. They just have money. Mm-hmm. They have and- no experience. And in this sense, I feel like it, it sucks that we were the guinea pigs for this, but it's good that America under, now understands, like, at least the majority of America, because Biden, I feel like Biden's going to win. Mm, I feel like that, you too. Know? Hope, hopefully. But majority of America now understands that we can't have just someone that talks the talk. We can't have someone that doesn't have any political experience, you know? We, yeah, we have to, and, yeah, we need more. Is 
I'm gonna say it's a little bit of a joke, but like we can't have a Kanye. Like I'm, I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, I'm being, yeah, I'm being dead honest, bro. Like no, I'm being no. He's I a good mean... person. I get it. He has good music, but what does he know about politics, bro? Like, does he know about have... anything? <laughs> yeah, there, there are people that devote their whole lives to this. Like, That's have him. you heard his comments? Like. Harry, like Harry Tubman didn't free the slaves, or slavery was a choice. Like, you know, I've that, like I've canceled, <laughs> I've canceled Kanye since the first comment about slavery was a choice. Like, I've canceled him since then. You know, what I'm saying people are canceling him now because of his comments. Mm. But I'm like, yo, I've been done with Kanye. Like Kanye, bro. Can go that guy. Some... That guy. He's going a whole... his own mental health problems. Honestly, yes. <laughs> going to last. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But we can't have that. We can't have a celebrity. Just because he has influence doesn't mean he has a What does he know? Yeah, it doesn't mean he has the knowledge. It doesn't Exactly. And and I hate when Trump says, Oh, because Obama left this to me. No, man. Mm. If anyone else was in office, they would have understood the amount of work that is needed to do this. You just mm-hmm. had no fucking idea. <laughs> right. He just wasn't ready for the White House. He's just Right. Yeah, um, that's very true, man, because it's like, you know, all these celebrities that we see, you know, they speak, you know, they speak the truth a lot of times. I mean, I can't Uh say Kanye, but um, (laughs) there are celebrities that, you know, speak the truth about a lot of certain things. But it's like, I can't say, you know, Beyonce for 2020, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't say that because... What like what does she know about politics? What does she know about politics? Exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. We have to be realistic. Like I feel like we that's going back to what I said earlier about history. A lot of times we have accepted scraps. We can't accept mm-hmm. the scraps just because of what we see, and we just want to, you know, ingest that, and we just want to get that. You know, like yeah. we just want to hang on to that. Like we need to stop accepting scraps, and you know, accept <laughs> what we need and what we deserve. You know, I'm not saying Beyonce mm-hmm. scraps. I love her. But yeah, I got you. <laughs> she's not in that political world. She's mm-hmm. in that musical, you know, the entertainment world. She's in a different world. You yeah, know, bro. we can't accept that. You know, we have to accept somebody who knows what they're doing and who's yeah. going to take us to the next level. speaking about the politicians we have to make sure these politicians know what they're doing when it comes times for like the hurricane or um just disastrous times natural disasters yeah yeah because for covid for example donald trump i mean Ah, he wasn't ready about covid which is crazy yeah and then he that's what i'm saying that's that's what i'm saying about him you know he says it but then he doesn't realize the severity of his words, and then he he's messed he messed up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and then yeah. that comes back to him. And like, damn, but he does. He's not gonna admit that. He's not gonna admit that. He's not gonna messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, man, natural disaster right now. On top of a natural disaster, would would be extremely difficult to deal with. That's what I feel. Crazy, because... Crazy man. Especially I mean, we here did in miss... Florida, man. Say it again. Especially here in Florida, man. Yeah, yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. Because Irma we're... did some damage. Yeah, we're used to hurricanes. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, was that whole tropical storm that passed by, or the Category One, and those memes with Floridians like sitting out in their porch? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like I I know Florida and Miami are used to that, but if we get a damaging storm, it's going to be so difficult to interact with other people with the whole fact that, yeah, you want help because a storm just happened, but at the same time, we need to stay away from each other because we don't want to keep spreading this other situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. You know, like true. I, I'm, I'm worried about that. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm the only thing you can do is hope for a break this year. You know, like <laughs> a whole break, man. Because I was so happy when, um, uh, when that tropical storm passed us. Like even mm-hmm. a tropical storm, you know, I was like, I was just happy that that passed us because yo, we're in a whole pandemic and it's mm-hmm. like we're in hurricane season right now and it's and and, and like if if um something like that like just happens to us like. Yo, like that's a like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do, bro? That 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 shit. That's it's insane. <laughs> it's it's literally insanity. <laughs> Crazy man. Like I can't. And I that can't affects people with our other topics. That affects people's mental health. They're like, damn, we're going through all this, yeah, and then we're going through a storm, and then I don't I don't have electricity, and then da 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 da. da. It just adds up, and that that's difficult on people. Yeah, you know, all you all we can do right now is hope for the best. And it doesn't seem like we're having the worst hurricane season ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's good. And and again, with the whole Floridian thing, we know what to do. But it's just going to be different. Mm-hmm. It, it, the unknown. And that scares people. Mm-hmm. That's true. And hopefully when, you know, when we are preparing for hurricane season, her, um, like hopefully all the toilet paper isn't gone again. <laughs> that's not how that happened, bro. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know what people thought. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, we, it's it's crazy to see things around the United States and, oh, there's shortages and this, this, and that. I'm like, there wouldn't be shortages if people wouldn't buy, like, 30 of these things for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> we're like, completely bro, fine. Like, we're completely fine now, you know, like, after everything's settled out. Why, why, why at the start of this, people couldn't find food? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are millions of people here and like yo y'all just taking everything mm-hmm. like, like bro you need like, so much toilet paper dog like uh, a roll lasts me a while you ain't gonna get through that this year <laughs> yo, listen, yo listen I seen I seen this meme mm-hmm. uh, somebody said why need toilet paper when you can just shit in the shower and oh just drink <laughs> oh man and I'm like, oh, that gotta be that's that's I mean that's true, but damn, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, bro, but like people people in Europe were probably looking over here like, what the hell's going on? We because they have the days and stuff like they're used to that. <laughs> they're usually like not yeah. using as much toilet paper. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's like that freaking. Have you seen that meme with the cat looking over the snow and like? Yes. We're going, yeah. <laughs> I seen that meme. I love me some memes, man. Yeah, bro. Time. Got you, bro. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you for being on the podcast. Bro, the end of the episode. I appreciate you bringing me on. It was a nice conversation. It was good talking. Yeah, of course, man. Getting everything out, you know how we feel. That mm. that that helps a lot with mental health. You know? Of course, man. That helps a lot. So I just appreciate you. And this is not gonna be your last time, and I want you to come back on. <laughs> that's fine by me. 
for season two. Definitely want you to come back on. Got a lot of more topics to talk about, more important things. I don't mind so, talking. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't mind talking. Talk for days. Um, but definitely appreciate you coming on. You know what I'm saying? Um, ending season one. I mean, I've been doing this thing for six months. Like, I can't believe it. You know, it's been a while. That's long, awesome, long, dude. Yeah. I'm know. happy I get to be a part of it. Appreciate that, man. But um, you take care of yourself, man. Wear your mask you, wherever bro. you go. Stay safe. Of course. <laughs> Everybody listening, stay safe. We love you guys. Yeah, man. Um, Everybody take care. Take care.